the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Call Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money investing more. Thanks for listening to the show. Talk about what we talk about. Money investing and more. Um, Verizon confirms a $4.8 billion deal to buy Yahoo. A lot's going on with this one. A lot going on with this one. Uh, what do I mean by that? Um, pay packages. There's going to be a lot to discuss on the ins and outs of it. So Yahoo put itself, itself up for sale uh, back in February. And it's done. So people who were interested in it was AT&T, Quicken Loans, Berkshire Hathaway. Private equity firm, Yahoo informed all the other bidders on Saturday that Verizon won the process. Yahoo is a company that has changed the world in a lot of ways. So says their CEO, which is a bit of a overstatement, but not in a, not in a crazy way. Tim Armstrong, who was CEO of AOL when Verizon acquired it for $4.4 billion last year, is going to run a new group of the Verizon that brings together AOL and Yahoo. He confirmed um, there will be some synergies. Synergies mean there will be people who lose their jobs. Verizon acquisition is, of core, Yahoo, which includes search, email, advertising products, media business. It does not appear to purchase Yahoo's patents, which some analysts suggested during the bidding process were valuable. Yahoo is running two auctions in parallel, core sale and patent portfolio. Um, Verizon you know, is obviously trying to move beyond a telecom provider. They want to try to compete with Google. More on that a little bit later. Maybe even Facebook on some levels. Yahoo is done okay in the last four years. The stock's averaged about 24%, which is amazing considering the last 10 years it's averaged about 3%. So a lot of people are looking at Miss Marissa Meyer and they hate her. Their love affair with her kind of burned out. But long story short, um, the stock performed pretty good. So now a lot of that was, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy, so to speak, by owning shares of Alibaba. So um, enormous respect for what Yahoo did in the past. I think we all look back and say it, it was a game changer on the Internet. It did, you know, kind of deal with some nice unifications. Uh, as far as, you know, our uh, web experience. That's what I was looking for. Um, but when you hear Tim Armstrong from Verizon AOL say that, you know, there should be synergies, there are going to be job cuts. So it's a legit logical extension of Verizon's $4 billion acquisition of AOL because they're trying to get synergies and get bigger. 
Um, Marissa Meyer says that she wants to see her Yahoo into the next chapter. Um, she told CNBC this morning, I love Yahoo. Or in her voice, I love Yahoo. And I want to see Yahoo into the next chapter. Um, she said, AOL CEO Tim Armstrong and I are old friends and colleagues, and I very much respect him and look forward to working with him again. So she went out of her way to say, I want to stick around. Because if she gets fired, she gets a $54 million golden parachute. In December, Yahoo scrapped plans to spin off its Alibaba stake after investors worried about whether the transaction would have carried forward with a tax-free basis. So they sold their core assets instead. Um, so Yahoo, big time in the news today. Why did Yahoo get acquired by Verizon, a phone company? Well, by picking up AOL last year for $4 billion and by picking up Yahoo for $4.8 billion, um, by getting Tim Armstrong and Marissa Mayer, who once worked together at Google, Verizon is probably the most natural. Um, back in April, there was a, a basic strategic rationale put forward by Verizon Yahoo and the deal of the digital platform space, which think of this as any place on the web where people go to get content and turn or served ads dominated by Facebook and Google right now. And size matters. So I think I've beaten that story into the ground as best as I can. Um, but now the clock's ticking. Will there be any counteroffers? Will this ultimately end like it should? Um, when did the layoffs get announced? Probably next quarter, right? Um, markets have turned slightly negative this morning. Nothing too horrible. Uh, Yahoo, for the record, when you get acquired, typically you see your shares go up, but they're going down slightly because the number was kind of well known where it was going to be at, and it was. So... Lots to think about. So the market's cooking on a no-stick surface these days. Uh, so it's very Teflon-oriented. So last week and the week before, when the market's hitting record highs, I brought up that I'm a little bit concerned that the market moving higher is happening on very low volume. So things can turn around fast. So... We're moving towards the elections, and the Democrats just got a bit of a nightmare. Email scandal pop up again with the DNC this time basically saying, hey, let's let's steer people to make sure that Hillary wins. Um, but their convention starts tonight, so get ready, America, for that. Uh, fortunately, conventions happen during the boring summertime TV <laughs> time, because a lot of people would be upset how given it's kind of takeover, although I think they used to take over more so than they do now. Better than expected trade data out of Japan, better than expected business confidence out of Germany. Um, there's some positives there that could have caused us to move higher, but we also have a, a full dance card this week. Federal Reserve is meeting to make it. Japan is meeting. What will they say about their monetary policy? What will come out afterwards as far as direction? Apple's going to report its results along with nearly 200 other companies. Oh, let's not forget that Democrat convention. That should get some headlines, right? ECB will be releasing its bank stress tests. 
despite some softness in the dollar, commodities are on the weaker side of things this moment, uh, this morning. So there isn't ma- there isn't any major economic data out of note today. Uh, but we do get some later this week with new home sales, consumer confidence, durable goods orders, second quarter GDP reports, all going to be featured items later this week. And then you get that FOMC rate decision on Wednesday, which no one expects. And to be honest, heading into the election, the Fed is, unless the economic data just gets boiling hot and sexy, the Fed is done. Speaking of hot and sexy, um, I'm sending out a newsletter in 9 o'clock hour this morning. It's going to be tied towards what's good in our economy. Plus, there's a couple stock ideas. Uh, you can sign up for the uh, newsletter at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Uh, later this week, I'm doing the 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar at the Doubletree by Hilton. Uh, this Thursday, it's basically which accounts to draw from, some dividend investment ideas, uh, estate planning, outliving your savings, low interest rate environments, how to invest, how to survive. It's the 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar this Thursday, the 28th. 6.30-9 in Burley Games. Sign up at robblackshow.com. online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Money investing and more. Thanks for listening to the show. You know I got a big event coming up Thursday evening, um, 6:30 to 9. I'd love to see you there. It's five bucks. Uh, if you want free entry, drop me an email, Rob at robblackshow.com. I'll get that for you. Wine, cheese. We're gonna talk retirement income strategies and plans. Uh, sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. It's Thursday evening. Hope to see you out there. A uh, couple things on Yahoo. You know, I've been thinking a little bit about what went wrong. At one point in time, they were a darling of a company. And ultimately, the epilogue of Yahoo is its starting to play out, right? A five-month auction, Verizon picks up the historic web franchise's core assets. Uh, Yahoo Chief Executive Officer Marissa Mayer is going to assist with the transition of the sale. And then she'll have some sort of comfortable parachute to leave at some point. Um, or if she gets fired, a huge one. But the founders, Jerry Yang and David Philo, they're, you know, what legends are made out of. They're part of Silicon Valley mythology. They were graduate students at Stanford School of Engineering in 1994. Yang, a math-oriented Taiwanese immigrant. David Philo, a quiet programmer from Louisiana. And they created a director of links called Jerry David's Guide to the World Wide Web. It was a bunch of links is how Yahoo got started. It was a handy map to, you know, cool things that web surfers loved. So the following year, the company uh, brought in a CEO, an experienced CEO, Motorola executive, Tim Kugel, 
um, Philo started to write the very first version of Yahoo Search at that point in time, and he made a lot of the technical architecture decisions for Yahoo. Uh, Yang stayed close to strategic decisions. He was instrumental after the dot-com crash uh, in replacing Google and Terry Simmel, the longtime co-CEO of Warner Brothers. So he brought in Terry Simmel, media company, right? Warner Brothers. And that's where you could see that they started to make a mistake. Um, and even Marissa Meyer recently hired Katie Couric Media, right? Um, you can see that's where the, the split personalities started to come in. Are you a tech company or a media company? Do you take big bets or do you give the masses what they want? You have to be fierce to be a tech company. You have to be unpleasant. You have to make hard choices. You have to place unpopular bets. When you do that, and you see people like Jeff Bezos do that with, hey, I'm going to give cheap student loans. Hey, I'm going to give uh, two-hour, two-day delivery, one-day delivery, two-hour delivery. Um, and every, every time you're like, that'll never work. How are they going to afford that? What if people order a pencil? Will they get two-day two delivery free? The answer is yeah, as long as you pay that $99 club service. So um, so Yahoo's got the split personality, tech company, media company, tech company, media company. They tried a little bit of both. And for tech companies to succeed, you know, you got to be nasty. So Jeff Bezos, you know, he was doing unprofitable lines of online retail. He cuts workers. He spawns a completely different business model in the cloud. Starts web Amazon Web Services. You hear him talking about drones, and we all snicker. Like, oh yeah, a, a helicopter is going to bring my package to my house. And whether he's right or wrong, he's at least taking big chances. At Google, Larry Page and Sergey Brin brought in Eric Schmidt as CEO. Um, very similar to what Yahoo did with Terry Semmel. So, but they ruled as equals instead of, you know, one person fading into the back. Uh, during the 2000s, Yahoo's biggest mistakes were failures of will. Simmel was billed as a deals guy. He could have bought Google in 2002. Yahoo came close to buying Facebook in 2006 until Simmel lowered his offer from $1 billion to $850 million after a disappointing earnings report, which alienated an already reluctant Mark Zuckerberg in the process. That would have not changed the world. But you could see how close Yahoo almost bought Google. Yahoo almost bought Facebook. Google took big chances. They bought YouTube. Money losing video service. It was outrageously overpriced. Zuckerberg bought photo app Instagram in 2012. Both these companies have taken risks. Both these companies thrived. Yang took over as CEO from Simmel in 2007. Way too nice. Didn't fire enough people, and he also didn't bet big on mobile. He turned away maybe Yahoo's last great chance to escape with a lot of pride, which was an unsolicited $45 billion bid in 2008 from Microsoft. That's when CEO Steve Ballmer was trying to compete with Google, which they've given up on, sort of. Then Yahoo got into some uninspired CEOs like Carol Bart and Scott Thompson. In 2005, Yang helped orchestrate what would be the company's best deal, which was selling some of their 
businesses in China to Alibaba, along with giving Alibaba a $1 billion investment, and they got a big piece of the pie of Alibaba. In 2012, Yahoo, at one point in time, hired PayPal Scott Thompson as CEO, then promptly fired him after they found out he fibbed on his resume. And that made room for Marissa Mayer. And, you know, she spent a huge chunk of, of intellectual as well as capital um, on Tumblr. And now it's time for us to mourn Yahoo as they've been sold to Verizon for a paltry under $5 billion. Don't forget, i got a big seminar coming up Thursday evening, 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning. A little underattended. I'd like to see more people there. Um, what accounts to draw from first retirement? What can you do to maximize Social Security benefits? How to reduce the risk of outliving your savings? Bonds and bond alternatives for today's low interest rate environment. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can sign up for this event Thursday evening, 6.30 to 9 at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. We're alive, alive. We're alive, alive. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. It's an interesting day for Yahoo. I've got some torn feelings on it. We are in earnings season. Last week and the week before, we rallied to all-time market highs. But we also did that in the in the world where it's low interest rates that are helping and not necessarily demand. We're in earnings season. We're going to get 200 S&P 500 companies this week's reporting earnings. We're going to get the Democrats holding their national convention. The ECB is going to release some results of their stress test. The Federal Reserve is meeting. The Bank of Japan is meeting. Um, and if the only real good news that you see out of all of this is tepid from earnings and you get more monetary policy staying as is, is that really good news? Um, it's not. So Verizon emerged victorious in bidding for Yahoo's operating business, paying approximately $4.8 billion. Um, oil prices a little bit lower, playing with 43.53. As they go towards 40, it's telling you that there's a view in the world that oil is very problematic. As they creep higher towards 50, there's thoughts that, hey, maybe the world's economy won't collapse. Um, there is no big economic data out today, but later this week we get new home sales, consumer confidence, durable goods orders, second quarter GDP. Uh, tucked in the mix of all of that is the FOMC rate decision on Wednesday. The market knows the Fed won't be raising rates yet. With the move to record highs post-Brexit and a litany of better than expected economic data of late, suspicions are building that the Fed may go back to laying down the groundwork for another rate hike in the near future. Could they do that during an election year? It's questionable. 
Um, you, if you're the Federal Reserve, you don't want to be seen influencing the elections by raising rates at a time when others are, when it's kind of a fragile world market, and let's say the market corrects 10, 15%, ooh, the incumbent party may not be able to get in, may not be able to stay the incumbents, just because people vote with their pocketbook often, not always, but often. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, Netflix displayed some relative strength after announcing a license agreement with the television distribution unit of 24th Century Fox. Netflix gained about 1%, trimming its post-earnings loss to 12.2%. Priceline's big underperformer as the stock pulls back from larger monthly gains. Priceline has gained 5% since the end of July, compared to a gain of 4.5% in the broader sector. Um, so that's out there as far as ideas and issues today. Uh, very low expectations for Apple, and that may help the stock if you underpromise and overdeliver. Um, as they report tomorrow after the market closes, I own shares of Apple. Top analysts upgrade Mondelay on potential Hershey deal. Says there's a 30% rally possibility. Twitter bets on live events to spur growth, take on Facebook. Um, Twitter, to me, is one of the stories that it, it's show me the money. Remember uh, the annoying Tom Cruise movie, show me the money. Um, Twitter's quarterly earnings report on Tuesday um, will be of note. Can Jack Dorsey revive user growth in a market loaded with social apps and messaging services? Following that brutal 13-month stretch that's seen the abrupt departure of former CEO Dick Costello and the challenge return of co-founder Jack Dorsey, Twitter's trying to get some investor enthusiasm out there. The company recently sealed a deal to host a live video stream of CBS's News 2016 Republican Democratic National Conventions. Twitter also won the right to stream Thursday night NFL games, and earlier this month, tennis fans used the social media site to watch Wimbledon. Um, so we'll watch sales, and they'll, they'll have a nice increase, but what everyone really watches with Twitter is... Um, what everyone really watches with Twitter is monthly users and user engagement. So you can cram ads down our throat, but if people aren't viewing those ads and engaging with those ads, uh, it's not going to work out over the, any period of time for them. An online dollar store is giving old school shops a makeover. So um, there's always an interesting business idea out there with the dollar store segment reaching nearly 30,000 locations. Um, there's going to be another 3,800 opened this year. There's a new company who's doing basically the dollar store online. Um, nothing costs more than $5, so uh, it's worthy of note, you know. How do you push a $2 pet for a pillow for a profit? Uh, but there's always, always going to be little business niches that come and go, and that's not one that gets me excited. And again, we talk oftentimes about like Yahoo and what is exciting and what is not exciting. And uh, Yahoo didn't make a lot of exciting bets. So, and companies like uh, Google and Amazon did. If you are a 401k owner, 
I think you should pay attention to it now. If not, if you work for a company that offers a 401k, you should take advantage immediately and start contributing as soon as possible. Get into the habit of saving money from each paycheck. If you plan to allocate 6% of your salary to your 401k plan once you're able, then take that 6% and put it towards an emergency fund or pay down higher interest debt or student loans in the meantime. That way you'll get in the habit of saving regularly and improve your financial standing along the way. You want to play a bit of a match game. One of the greatest advantages of saving in a 401k plan is that many companies offer a matching contribution. 73% of all plan sponsors uh, offer a match, which is free money. It's tax efficient. It's tax diversified. Uh, it's not tax diversified. It's equity diversified. A good 401k is, is a smart thing to angle after. Um, money investing and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. So other stories of note today. I think, um, obviously, if you look at ad platforms, and you'll see why Verizon is acquiring AOL, to basically become number three. And that is in the United States. So Google and Facebook do an amazing job of dominating that world. So um, Verizon picking up Yahoo pushes them up to number three. It makes them a stronger three, but still way in the shadow of Google and Facebook. Um, believe it or not, on that list, you know, you see companies like Pandora and LinkedIn. So they're not small, well, they're small fish, they're minnows, but they're playing in the game of digital advertising and digital platforms. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. The 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar is this Thursday, this Thursday at the Doubletree by Hilton, uh, 6.30 to 9. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever. It can be hard to know where to begin. So learn about income in retirement planning seminar tonight at Rob Black Show, Twitter, or not, learn more about it at Rob Black Show. Uh, it's coming up Thursday evening, 6.30 to 9. That's Thursday evening, 6.30 to 9. Sign up at robblackshow.com. And we were bound to the city light, flashlights are falling to the night, focused on what you feel, just when you were crawling around like that, I, 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 I. Call Rob Black now, 800-516-1220, that's 800-516-1220, now. Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Got a big event coming up Thursday evening Income and Retirement Planning Seminar with CFP Chad Burton. You can find out more about the event by going to robblackshow.com. It's 639 in Burlingame. Verizon is going to buy Yahoo for $4.8 billion in cash. Some $30 billion will remain as shares of Alibaba. It will be a holding company. At its peak in January of 2000, Yahoo had a market cap of about $140 billion, um, a high of a stock price of 118 back in January of 2000. Suitors for the deal included Quicken Loans, uh, founder Dan Gilbert, Berkshire Hathaway CEO Warren Buffett was going to help financially speaking, 
AT&T probably was in on the bidding, as well as a couple of private equity firms. Tim Armstrong, CEO of AOL, when Verizon acquired it for $4.4 billion, is going to run the new group at Verizon that brings together AOL and Yahoo. Yahoo is essentially just a sports news, finance, and email uh, purchase at this point in time. There's still probably about a billion dollars in patents that will be left behind and or sold soon. Verizon is getting the fifth most visited website in the United States. They're getting assets like Tumblr, Flickr, Polyvore, and digital ad tools, Flurry, and Brightroll. Last week, Yahoo reported a solid revenue of $1.3 billion from its Mavens mobile video native and social. Uh, that revenue grows about 25% last quarter. Not too bad. How did Yahoo go from tech darling to roadkill? They just didn't take enough big chances is what happened. Um, and they had a chance to buy Google in 2002. They had a chance to acquire Facebook in 2006, but they lowered the offer from $1 billion to $850 million. That has to be one of the, the worst moves ever. Um, in 2007, Yahoo would say no to Microsoft. Uh, unsolicited $45 billion bid for the company. Again, they went for $5 billion. Now, along that time in 2005, um, Ging had sold a lot of its businesses in China to Alibaba with a billion-dollar investment. So Microsoft would have got you know a pretty big, a pretty good deal, and eh, not a pretty good deal. So that's wrong to say. Um, it depends on what they did with the, the shares of Alibaba. Um, Yahoo has done things like hired PayPal Scott Thompson as CEO, and they promptly fired him after they found out that he fibbed on his resume. There was a short window of opportunity for Marissa Mayer, but the stock did well in her three-plus years of tenure, averaged about 24% a year each year, whereas over the last 10 years, it's averaged about 3%. So she made some strange moves, and ultimately she says she's going to stick around, but <laughs> it's probably so that she could get fired. Uh, or let go of, and that's not a good way to go. You know, her golden parachute could be worth $55 million. Um, Mayor's going to get that if, only if there's both a change in control and a termination, she gets fired. Uh, her compensation package for two th- uh, last year was uh, $36 million. Not too bad, huh? Um, it'll be interesting to see where she goes in the future. And does she get another CEO kind of gig, or does she get a startup? Where will she land? Verizon's going to use Yahoo to become the number three platform for ads, digital platform space. So, which currently dominated by Facebook and Google. Most of the web's traffic runs through these platforms. And, you know, it's not a bad move for Verizon. What's going to happen to Yahoo stock when it's all said and done is it's going to be kind of like a Berkshire Hathaway. It's going to be a holding company until they figure out how to unwind it. They own a 35.5% stake in Yahoo Japan, which is as well as a 15% stake in Chinese e-commerce company Alibaba. Yahoo's also going to retain its cash, convertible notes, uh, certain minority investments, and non-core portfolio of patents called Excalibur. Um, And that's the whole Yahoo story in a nutshell. They just didn't take enough big chances when they had the opportunity, 
when Amazon was creating new products like web services and Prime and Google was doing buying YouTube and uh, Zuckerberg was going after Instagram, Yahoo sat there and did nothing. Keep in mind, Yahoo had in place basic structure of buying both those companies. So, um, and it just was not meant to be. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Don't forget, I got a big seminar coming up this Thursday, just a three few days from now. Um, after tomorrow's earnings report from Apple, I'm going to be sending out a newsletter. If you want to sign up for that, you can sign up for it at robblackshow.com. But Thursday evening, 6.30 to 9, going to be talking a little bit about income and retirement. Um, I think that's pretty important stuff. Hopefully, you'll get a chance to uh, join in on that. So sign up at robblackshow.com. Other stories, and there there are other stories, but it felt like I should really beat the snot, the Verizon acquiring Yahoo, because it's such a big deal. Um, and it's kind of a sad day for me. You're going to see a lot of Yahoo employees lose their jobs in the coming weeks. Uh, one plus one equals three in acquisitions. And what that means is you one company acquires another company, and they both have HR departments. One HR company is going to go away. Um, so you can see how the redundancies will will find a lot of collective synergies. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. I'm Rob Black. Stay tuned for more exciting programming. But don't forget, I will have a show on um, Thursday evening, 630 to 9, Income and Retirement Planning at the Burlingame Helton. You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Take a break here. Talk soon. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.